Welcome to a fresh new episode of the Breakfast Pizza Podcast. I'm JR, joined as always with Lucas. That's right. It's fresh-ish at this point. Yeah. It's it's uh, ish. We are remote today. Yep. Um, you know, schedules are just hectic. Um, it's busy. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, starting off with Lucas, I like to talk. Uh, me and my family went away for the weekend, went up to Pittsburgh. Yeah, a little family time. Yeah, went to the zoo. Cool deal. Very nice. Uh, Quaker steak. I don't I've never been in one, but yeah. I've been to told go. I should be in one. There's one right up by Cabela's in Wheeling. I I've like never shop. been to Wheeling. You've never been to Cabela's? Uh I've been to Cabela's, but never been to Wheeling. Where did you go to Cabela's at? Uh where in the heck like was Gallenberg? it? Gallenberg? No, it was, uh, maybe it wasn't wheel. I don't know. I was with my grandparents and they lived down around Charleston. So whatever the closest one is to Charleston. Oh, there's one in Charleston. There we go. I've there's also a Quaker steak there as well. Okay. Right beside Cabela's. Okay. Uh, you need to go. It's awesome. The one in Charleston used to go there one all the time. Um, but anyways, then we went to the zoo. Very cool. Went to this place, had some amazing grilled cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I saw some pictures of those things. They did look delicious. They were amazing. Um, yeah, there was macaroni and cheese on the grilled cheese sandwich, and <laughs> that's all you need to know. It was actually topped. The little round thing on top was actually a fried macaroni and cheese ball on top of the grilled cheese sandwich filled with mac and cheese. I bet that's almost I've, – I've always wanted to try those like fried mac and cheese balls because they look really good. You never got them from Sheets? No, I haven't. That's not a that's not a thing I get from Sheets usually. Oh, they have the little triangle ones. Mm, I think they do have like fried mac and cheese bites, or did at one point, but I never. I know tried they them. do. I've gotten them for my daughter. Okay, I've never you, tried them. And you I'm guys a, get I'm the same IHOP. You guys get the I'm, same IHOP order: chocolate chip pancakes with whipped cream. Dude, I'm telling you, y'all are missing out. It's delicious. I don't know who doesn't oh, like pancakes and chocolate. You put them together, they're great. The waitress right. brought it out with a little smiley face on it. That was yeah, it was funny. <laughs> well, we asked her <laughs> since you're a child. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we were at the zoo. Um, we paid way too much money for some stuffed animals. Um, Nobody's ever gotten a deal in the gift shop. Never. Uh, there was one lady with her son, and there was a big penguin. Pretty large. And he's like, oh, mom, I want this penguin. She goes, oh, that's cute. And then she walks over. I'm not paying $250 for that penguin. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. Ooh. I mean. Holy cow. We, we, got, we got a mermaid. It wasn't even an animal. So <laughs> I was trying to push the, like, animals that we actually saw at the zoo. But the sparkly mermaid was just too loud. We couldn't pass it mm. up. Um. Anyways, so we go up to check out, and by the way, you know, it was cold, so I had to get a, uh, I mean, the zoo was pretty empty. It was also 20 degrees outside, <laughs> walking around the zoo, uh, which by the way, uh, I understand the African animals not being out mm-hmm. when it's 20 degrees. That makes yeah. sense. But the Arctic exhibit was closed. It sounds like the, the perfect time. Right. Like. That's when they should be out. You're going to open that when it's 70, not when it's 20? That makes no sense. Jokers. Anyways, a bunch of clients. 
Climbs. Um, bombs. Uh, but anyways, I had to wear a, a toboggan, and I just happened to have grabbed my Cowboys toboggan. Happened to. Um, so all weekend, I was walking around Pittsburgh with my Dallas Cowboys toboggan um, and my Dallas Cowboys license plate on the front of my truck. Mm-hmm. I didn't get cut off or anything at any point. Disgraceful. Um, which was awesome. Uh, but <laughs> walked up to the register to pay for, you know, the stuffed animals. And uh, guy goes, how you doing? <laughs> Not, like it made the trip to Pittsburgh worthwhile because he said yins. Mm-hmm. Um, that really just topped it off. I wanted to, you know, help him out with his uh, checkout process, time to pick him up and put him down. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I wanted to. I felt I would be disrespectful. Mm. But uh, that was the start of my weekend. We had to cut it short because of the snow. Which worked out because otherwise I might have missed the Cowboys game, which in the long term might have been better for my health. Yeah, probably would have probably would have been better for it, but uh mental, physical, and spiritual health. <laughs> All the way around. Yeah. It took a hit on the Saturday trifecta. afternoon. The trifecta. Uh anyway, Sunday afternoon. I'm sorry, Sunday. Saturday was a great day. Yeah, you're right. Like we went to the zoo, we came back, we had the grilled cheese, mac and cheese sandwiches, came back to the hotel, the Bengals and Raiders were playing, I fell asleep, I woke up, found out about a whistle controversy, Yeah. Um, went back to sleep, woke up at the end of the game, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I had a great nap, and then I woke up, we ordered some Papa John's, and I watched the Bills absolutely run through the Patriots. Yeah, they Grew did. around and over top. There was several blowouts this weekend. Um, we'll talk yeah, about one of them a little well, later. Let, real quick. I believe that there's too many teams in the playoffs. I would agree. The seventh seed has never won. Granted, it's only been there for two years. Yeah, but still. It's never won. And this year, it wasn't even close. Mm, no. No. Uh, yeah, not really. I will say the Eagles had it. They had a chance to make it interesting, but it never looked like, you know, some games just, they don't you know. feel like, and yeah. that one never felt close. No matter what the score said, the score wasn't ever like, you're right. They had a chance, but it never felt like they were going right. to, it wasn't never. totally a blowout. Like the Steelers had no chance the whole game. We'll get you're there. Right. Um, we had a chance at the end of the but, first quarter. Here's the here's the sad fact for everyone that thinks they should get rid of the seven seed. It ain't happening. Yeah. Uh they had six games on this weekend. Yep. Um and you know, for the Cowboys game, it was on CBS and Nickelodeon. They had the slime time going on. I probably should have just watched it over there because maybe the slime would have covered some stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> uh I did not. I watched it on CBS and um, you know, it uh it wasn't as enjoyable, uh, but on ESPN, they had Monday night, which, by the way, sucks for the Monday night people because they play Saturday, right? Or Sunday. What do you – the broadcasters? No, the the team that won. Oh, okay, yeah. They have a short week. Yes, they do. Yeah. That sucks for them. Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, but anyways, uh, luckily the team that won, they didn't really – Spend too much effort there. Um, yeah. 
one of those blowouts, but not a seven seat blowout. Yeah, but the NFL made so much money this weekend. Yeah, Saturday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, Monday night, huge. And then the Monday night, they had the Manning cast and they had the Mega cast on ESPN Plus. The Mega cast had uh, the NFL live crew and it had. Oh, uh, the daily wager, which actually the daily wager was sort of entertaining because it was such a blowout. So like <laughs> the line entertaining. So the line changed on the game from like um, Arizona plus three to Arizona plus 20. You wow. So like, so like you could take a bet in the middle of the game for plus 20. Wow. So, so you're getting Arizona plus 20 points. And you're like, ah, like that's, that's, some garbage I mean, time here at the end. Surely yeah. they'll tighten it up a little. But they didn't. And I was yeah. like, man, dude, like how interesting is that? Like how that played out in the game was very it made it more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um because there wasn't anything going on in the game. I was watching uh, the Manning cast and that that helped. That did. Um Peyton couldn't hear anything. That was pretty amusing. <laughs> I was yeah. watching that live and I just started laughing. Yeah, those guys are awesome. I really enjoyed that. Um, but uh, let's see. So we'll talk about the Cowboys now. All right, let's do it. Let's um, get it over gonna, for you. Yeah, we're going to do this rather quickly because I don't want to – I don't need to start crying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rip it off like a Band-Aid. Do it fast. But as I predicted last week, it was the most watched playoff game. 50 yep. million people – Watched just huge the Cowboys and Forty, which is insane, right? That it is, is just, it's so that is ridiculous. I'd have to, I need to go back and look like the NBA Finals. I guarantee you, it's at least two or three games worth of the NBA Finals. Yeah, probably so. I think I remember, like in the bubble, it was only like five or six million people watching a game or something. It was. It was not a lot. So I mean, fifty millions, ridiculous. For a wild card playoff game. Yeah. Makes no sense. Uh, I think the Nickelodeon probably added into that because I think a lot of people watched it on Nickelodeon with their kids and the kids loved yeah. the Nickelodeon. It is cool. Like, it's cool. It really is. I, I watched uh, it last year. I, I found year. your NBA stuff for you here. In 2020, the average viewer figure was seven and a half million a game. So it was literally, if they would have played seven games and you added up Every single one of those, they would have come up short. That's ridiculous. Yeah, for a wild card game versus a seven game series in the NBA Finals. Wow. wow. And that's the final. Like, that's the finals. Yeah, that's the finals. That's not um, playoffs. That's the biggest thing. So, by the way, anyone who wants to ask why does these NFL players make all that much money? That's that's why. Yep. That's a lot of money. It's huge. Um, but anyways, um, the game started. I felt sick to my stomach as the game started because, you know, I just didn't feel like it was a good matchup like everyone else had said. Yeah. But I thought I thought maybe we would do what we did against the Buccaneers, abandon the run, spread it out, and just throw it. I thought that was the game plan to win. Yeah. Um, you do have to block. When you do that, <laughs> um, you can't hold. You can't yeah, jump you have off to block sides. without holding. Uh, 
14 penalties. Yeah, that's... 14 penalties. I don't care who um, you're playing. It's hard to win a game. Dak threw a penalties. horrible interception. It was horrible. He missed some wide-open receivers. Um, Cedric Wilson dropped a first down because he ducked out of the way of the ball <laughs> because he couldn't see because the sun was shining in his eyes. Shameful. Jerry's world, and you still got sun in your so eyes. Jerry Jones, play palace. Um, bit him in the butt there. The punter for the Cowboys hit the Jumbotron. Yep. Um, what you would think that guy of all people would be the one not to do that. I mean, yeah. he gets the most attempts to practice. I mean, he was, he was the, the best player on the Cowboys team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, what about your boy, Micah Parsons? Well, sorry, my on our offense, if there we unit, go, there we go. Um, Micah Parsons, I thought, played really well. I mean, he had some – he almost had a sack. Uh, he almost had a, a T.J. Watt ankle tackle as the quarterback was trying to escape forward. Uh, but instead of being a half-yard loss, it was a half-yard gain. So it was just a tackle and not a sack. Listen, you can uh, try to insult Watt all you want. He got – he tied the sack record in less games. I know he did. I guarantee you Michael Strahan's yardage lost on his sacks is probably three times what TJ Watts was. I don't know. I'm sure they track that. That'd be fun to look up. We'll look it up. I'm sure they Um, track that. They do, actually. It shows yardage lost for the sacks, I believe. Um, All right. Uh, Later on in the game, so it was right after the fake punt that they were good, successful on. the Cowboys tried to think that the 49ers did not watch the tape when they played the Cardinals. <laughs> and they also thought that the 49ers were going to be dumber than them, which uh, both of those things were, I, I mean, sort of true about them being dumb because they let Jimmy G throw the ball. Yeah, which uh, is the one thing everybody said, as long as Jimmy G doesn't turn it over. And that's exactly what he did. So, yeah. Um, Anyways, they left the special teams on the field in some frantic move to try to get air or the 49ers to take a timeout, which, by the way, made zero sense. Why They had three timeouts. Why do we care if they only have two left? They don't need to call them because they're up by 10. Yeah. So then I, we run the team out, and then we get a delay a game because we didn't give enough time for substitutions, and the ref didn't get out of the way until two seconds on the play clock. Mm-hmm. Um, that was dumb. It's yeah. just dumb. Just not an intelligent Hor- Horrible idea. I don't know whose plan it was. It was stupid. Um, and then Randy Gregory uh, jumped off sides a billion times. Um, he also had an extremely costly defensive holding penalty at the end of the game. Yeah, I've never done any like uh, sports betting but mm-hmm. I was ready to go and find a prop bet that said Dallas jumps off sides on this series. <laughs> <sighs> I was ready. Like, what's the result of this play? Holding Dallas. Like, whether we're on defense or offense, <laughs> offense. it was probably a safe call. Um, yeah, Randy Gregory tackled the offensive tackle on a play where he didn't need to, but he Not did. At all. And Gave him a first down. Um, 
that was a big play. Well, I Van Der Esch had a very big tackle on Debo Samuel. Like we're not. It hasn't really been talked about. That was a uh, big tackle. How good is Debo Samuel? Debo Samuel is amazing. He's just so good. He's and very good. Sorry. I wish. Anyway. I wish that he played on my team so that we could take all of his talents and give him one touch. <laughs> um, the entire game because that's what we like to do to talented wide receivers give them one touch um, against soft coverage um, that made no sense <laughs> Troy Aikman came out today and he's like hey it, like he goes I hate saying like back when I played this is what would happen he goes but back when I played if they covered Michael Irvin like that Michael Irvin would have 12 catches at halftime yep I know I, that's what he said he's like if I was playing CD Lamb have 10 catches right now yeah, it's like, which is cool. Can you come yep. play? Yeah. I mean, you're basically all plastic at this point. So. Good plan, Troy. Um, anyways, um, then comes down to the end of the game. The Cowboys have a chance only because um, – which things lined up perfect for them. So Debo Samuel didn't get the first down. Yeah, which he it was, was short. So and close. then Trent Williams finally gets called for offside for false start. Mm-hmm. which he had been doing all day, but didn't get called till the end. Um, so he gets called for that. They get backed up. Then they have to punt. And it was a short field punt, and it went into the end zone. So then they get it on the 20. Like, all of that went as perfect as possible for the It Cowboys. did, yeah. And then big chunk play, the hook and lighter to CD. Yeah, that was a great and call and very well executed. Swing to Pollard. Mm-hmm. The out to Schultz, we're at the mm-hmm. forty. Yeah, at the forty yard line. Three really, really great calls, very well executed. At that point, I was actually not wondering what Dallas was doing, but I couldn't figure out what the Niners were doing. They were not playing the sidelines so very well at all. We're at the forty. It's like second and two, with fourteen seconds left. We run a quarterback draw. Mm. Dak Prescott slides at the twenty-five. Uh, and at that point that he slides, there's seven or eight seconds. I don't remember. I the offense thinking. is running to the ball. Um, Dak sets the ball on the ground instead of handing it to the center or to the referee. The referee was not sprinting very fast to get up to spot the ball. <laughs> they spot the ball and then... Uh, snap ball was out of time. Game's over. Yep. We lose. Um, a lot's talked about that last play. Oh. How about any so, of the other ones? They stunk. They, they, 14 penalties. Yeah. We cannot, cannot win a playoff game with 14 penalties. You're right. It's hard to win any game. And I think, I mean, the last play, was a big deal, but that's not why they lost the game. Um, but man, in Dallas, it just seems like all the time, so frequently in years past and in this year, they've got so much talent, they've got so much potential, and they just are too undisciplined and not put together enough to get it done. Um, I mean, this year felt like everything was lining up for them. Dak came back and looked good. Their defense did a 180 from last year. Um, I mean, there are two coordinators, Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn, up until that game last, you know, this past weekend. Those guys were candidates for head coaching jobs. So it felt like this is a year 
where maybe everything was going to fall into place, and yet they still just couldn't. It's just too undisciplined uh, to make it happen. So I don't know why that always happens in Dallas. I don't know what it is about the air down there, but uh, golly. Well, I don't know. Luckily, I don't have to listen to any more of this stuff. It's almost over. (laughs) I mean, we're almost done with it. Um, We did get a, I think it was get up on Monday. Um, They were talking about the final play. And Dan Olofsky threw out a couple tweets or a couple quotes, Mm. um, one of which I thought was uh, pretty cool. So from my personal Twitter, I tweeted it. I should have done it from the Breakfast Pizza podcast on Twitter. <laughs> I didn't. I did it from my personal one because I personally really liked it. Yeah. Um, it was, you never rise to the level of expectations. You fall to your level of preparation. Loved it. I think the other quote was, um, you don't practice until you get it right. You practice until you can't get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, both speaking to the Cowboys preparation going into that game where they weren't very well prepared. They didn't look very sharp. Dak missed a lot of open reads. Um, the defense looked surprised that the 49ers were running motion and running the ball <laughs> to start the game. So I, I don't know how that happens, but all that put together. Um, yeah, I think – it's going to be a very uh, – over the next week, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in Dallas mm-hmm. because uh, Dan Quinn, he's already been a head coach. Yep. So he can be picky about getting another head coach job. Right. I don't know that I'd be in a super big hurry if I was him to give up the D coordinator job because yep. if it's me – I have Micah Parsons. How much fun is that going to be? Yeah. To coach this guy. And he's got Diggs playing corner. He's got a lot of really good younger guys. And maybe Uh, Gregory gets out of town and stops jumping off sides. They're probably going to give him $100 million, dude. You know how. (laughs) That is exactly what Dallas would do. Exactly what they would do. Actually, it's probably what Jacksonville would do, but. Yeah. Well. Um, Anyways, uh, anyways, I tweeted one of those Dan Orlovsky quotes. Dan Orlovsky quotes, quotes, which they're not his quotes. They're just a quote that he quoted yeah. on a show that I watched. Uh, just a thing that he said. Yeah, but anyways, no, it was pretty cool. Uh, Dan Orlovsky commented on my tweet. Yeah, that was replied cool. back. Yeah, we're, I'm not a big Twitter person. I've been trying. There's <laughs> 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 almost like 200 likes and... Like almost thirty retweets or something. That's big for us. That's big. that's big for me. Like I don't. Yeah, that's big. I don't even know that many people. Yeah, I think I looked on the view activity. It's been viewed like forty-seven thousand times or something. Dang! And I was like, there you go. What? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's see. Is that everything? Well, the only oh, thing... Oh, no, we got to talk about the forgot, refs. The I was going to say, the only thing you forgot to talk about was your boy Dak Prescott and his comments towards the refs. Yeah. Uh, the Dallas fans were very unhappy with the refs after the game, so much so that they thought it was appropriate to throw garbage at the refs. 
Nice. Uh, it's better than what the Bills are throwing up there. <laughs> the Bills didn't throw anything at the refs this weekend. Uh, it was at it was at Patriots. What did they? I I genuinely oh. have no idea what they did. But uh, oh oh it, yeah, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> disregard. I was trying You're to right. think of the no yeah the easy way no, of explaining. There's it. no reason for you to try. I know what it is, and there's no way around that. Yeah. If you're curious, don't go look it up. Um, <laughs> but but uh, Dak Prescott comes out, known for his leadership, known for being kind of a good guy, and comes out and says, oh, they're aiming for the refs. Credit to them. And uh, yeah, I mean, horrible. You don't yeah. say that. That's not what we say. That's not good sportsmanship. It feels out of character th- for him, too. It's not good leadership. But, I mean... He's human. He was upset. He's probably very disappointed in not only his performance, but his entire teams. And uh, I mean, he did come out and apologize. He did. Sometimes people so, tell you the truth the first time, though, when they say things like that. But well, I'm sure that's how he actually felt in the moment. Yeah. I would say, but. And I think if it was me, I'd probably feel the same way. They earned those things, man. Like, and that last I, play wasn't the rest's fault either. I, I understand that, but if you're that player in that situation, you probably feel robbed. And he did. And whether it was right or wrong, that he said it. And he came out and apologized. He did. I mean, and if it if it was somebody who had done this time and time again, I would be a little more concerned, a little more hard on him. But uh, yeah. it does feel out of character for Prescott. It, so it's very out of character. Um but the refs did uh, – I mean, technically, they hosed the call, but I think they got the call right in yeah. Cincinnati. In Cincinnati, yeah. I, I referenced I it earlier. I was asleep when it happened, and I watched it on replay on Twitter later. Um, but Joe Burrow scrambling to his right, throws the ball to the end zone. The ball leaves his hand, whistled, blown. It's caught in the end zone by Taj Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Where did Boyd come from? That's uh, that is somebody. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is too. I don't know why. I said yeah, it. but I I don't know. I I feel like never disregard. Tyler anyway, Boyd was wide Ty, open. Tyler Boyd was wide open. Caught the ball in the end zone. Touchdown. All the Raiders look around, like secondary players do whenever someone's wide open. They score touchdowns, <laughs> trying to yeah. find someone to blame. Yep. Because they're in the television shot of the wide open receiver. Yep. They had to blame someone else. Um, and the whistle did blow. They replayed it. Uh, it was an inadvertent whistle. Mm-hmm. Touchdown stands, which is the wrong call based off the rules because they should have replayed the down. But I'm actually glad they didn't because it was a clear touchdown. Yeah, The whistle shouldn't have been blown. They screwed up with the whistle. They didn't screw up that it was a touchdown. Right. The Raiders screwed up by not guarding Boyd at all. Right. So, end of the day, everything worked out um, for what I think should have been correct. Uh, but that crew, they're not calling any more games. Yeah. Jerome Boger is out. His team is out for the rest of the playoffs. So, sayonara. So, all's well that ends well. Um, I do think uh, for the Raiders – um, they can't be disappointed. There's no way that they thought this team was making it to the playoffs. Yeah, what a what a successful season um, for them. Really, I saw today that Rick Basaccia was getting a chance to interview today for the head coaching job for the Raiders. 
Um, to which I thought, what has he been doing? Yeah. Why is it at this point, you've literally watched him coach your team. It, a yeah, team just, that should not have done anything. That yeah. Did they got so better much. after he took over. Yeah. Like so they improved. I don't know. I, I think it's clear. Like he should yep. be the hundred percent. He's earned that all day. Um, all right. Let's go to the Sunday night game. The one there that saved, go. it made me feel happier. It made mm. me feel better. It was like therapy. I was having a pretty good weekend until Sunday night, unlike you. The Cowboys had lost. Great, beautiful. I watched Stephen A. Smith laugh in everybody's face. I really enjoyed that. Uh, the Patriots got killed. Love to see that. And then Sunday night rolled around and weekend got worse because boy was it ugly well i mean for the first 15 minutes not bad i had more hope after the first quarter than i did coming into the game coming into the game i didn't have much hope i mean kansas city did just absolutely kill us a couple weeks ago Uh, but after the first quarter you know we were up we got a seven point lead our offense has done absolutely nothing but theirs hasn't done much either, and I expected ours to do nothing. Um, but golly, did that second quarter get ugly fast? Um, Real fast. By uh, by halftime, I think it was twenty-one-seven. Mahomes went from having like fifty yards to having almost three hundred and a couple touchdowns at halftime. Most of which was in the second quarter. All the touchdowns and most of the yards. Uh, defense completely fell apart. Offense couldn't. Literally could not get a yard. Uh, Dante Johnson proceeded to drop every important pass that was thrown his way throughout the game. Um, Juju didn't make a difference, which I didn't really expect him to. Um, I mean, he hasn't played since like week five or something like that. So that wasn't a big surprise, but just horrendous looking stuff from our offense. Yeah, the offense was horrible. Uh, the Chiefs' offense looked really good. Um, I mean, it was just a blowout. It was. It was even – so, I mean, we talked about it. Uh, like, the Eagles game never felt like the Eagles were going to win it. Pittsburgh game had the same feel. Like, even yeah. even when we were up 7 nothing, it did not feel like we were going to win that game. So Yeah, and I mean, like, the last couple drives were – the Steelers went into or the Chiefs went into prevent defense. It was mostly the conversation was all oh, well, Big Ben's had a good career. <laughs> yep. It was. Um it was. Which I mean credit to the Kansas City fans who all fans can be ruthless to opposing teams. They seem to show a lot of respect for Big Ben. They did. In Kansas City. Um so Yeah, they did. It was you know, I, I figured that would happen. I'm not too upset the way it ended. Of course, I wish it would have ended differently, but we got to say goodbye to a, Bing. It ended with a pass to a tight end. It did. How perfect. How fitting. So I guess. I don't know. Whatever. But we got to say goodbye to Big Ben a few weeks ago in Pittsburgh. So everything after that was just icing on the cake, so to speak. All right. Um, well, but, as many people have pointed out, some of the loudest fan bases in the NFL are no longer in the playoffs. Yeah. The Patriots, the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Steelers. Yeah. I w- as a Steelers fan, in being fairly young, I'm now in a position I've never been in before. The Steelers, you've got to go and figure out who's going to be quarterback. 
And I don't know what next year's team's going to look like. So I read a report that, uh, so Mike Tomlin was in a press conference and was asked about it. And he said, you know, the two ways you improve your football team are through free agency and the draft. So we mm-hmm. had to evaluate everything. And they asked if the current quarterbacks on the team, meaning Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins, yep. if he thought they could be starters, he's like, you know, we'll give them a chance to compete, but they have to prove that by playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also read a report that um, he really likes Dwayne Haskins. That's so. unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, and you know, I don't like the Steelers. I'll never root for the Steelers. Um, but honestly, not even in a trolling way, the more I think about it, the more I think a player like Mitchell Trubisky actually fits. Yeah, I keep seeing people saying that, and... It's I, not meant to be I, derogatory. Like, I actually right. think... I, I know what they're good. saying, and I could see it. He's got to clean it up a little bit, but... I don't know. It, it would it be better work. than Mason Rudolph. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I would take... But, I, I would mean, take the athleticism, like, he... I don't know. I think that fits. I really do think that fits. Um, so maybe that's what you'll see. Maybe so. Maybe uh, so. Also, like before Big Ben was there, it was sort of a revolving door. It was of, for a while in between Bradshaw yeah. and Ben. I mean, Cordell Stewart. It was a long uh, time. <laughs> yeah, it was. But like Cordell Stewart was a big highlight in between there. Uh, the only other guy that I remember watching in my lifetime was Tommy Maddox. Um, and that was real early on for me. But it was a revolving door. But really, since I've been paying attention, it's been Big Ben. Um, I've known what the next year is going to hold pretty much every year, it feels like. But well, next year feels like a wild card. Well, the wild card weekend's over. And we're going to go into the divisional round of the playoffs. That's right. And we have four good games. Yeah. Yeah. We like really these do. Are, let's, let's just be honest. All eight of these teams could go to the Super Bowl. Um. Yeah, they could. They could. You know, some are more likely than others. So we're going to start off the top: Cincinnati and Tennessee. Um, Cincinnati won the f- for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. People could text <laughs> that the Cincinnati Bengals won a playoff game. That was a That's wild, right. weird to think about. But yeah, yeah, it's that is weird. Um, they go to the Titans. Derrick Henry was just activated. He just cleared mm-hmm. uh, physical contact to practice. Um, Trey Hendrickson, that's the guy's name, right? I believe so. I think he got hurt. And they had another defensive tackle get hurt as well. They may or may not be playing this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not playing, this is a runaway Titans. Is Henry playing for sure? Yes. Okay. Because I know he got activated, but that doesn't mean he's necessarily. He playing. was cleared, cleared at practice today. He's been practicing. Okay, all right, in full practicing. Yeah. Okay. Well then, yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're on board. Tennessee is definitely winning that game. I, I like Tennessee. I will say, even though the Bengals are in division rivals, I really like Joe Burrow, and I kind of want to pull for the Bengals, but but I think Tennessee. Well. Yeah, I do too. Did you see the sunglasses thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's with the glass? Oh, I just think they're pretty cool. What do you think? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Very um, likable. Yeah. Uh, and then I think the game of, uh, I don't know, the game, the next three games are so awesome. I agree. There's no bad games here. So on Saturday, we have San Francisco at Green Bay. Mm-hmm. It is going to be one degree. Oh, <laughs> uh, Uno. That's Uno de Grio. That's so, like, that really, honestly, I'm excited. Like, that's what that, that adds wind. to it for me. That's yeah. without wind chill. That adds to my desire to watch this game. Um, the Packers haven't beat the 49ers in the playoffs for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the reason Mike McCarthy got fired. Yeah, it's part, it is. Of, it's part of the reason they drafted Jordan Love. Yep, it is. Which made make, no sense. Yeah, still not a great move. But. Yeah, it still makes no sense. Um, but like, uh, I somebody on ESPN said, if there was a a blueprint that you could write on how to beat the Packers, that blueprint is just the 49ers. <laughs> it's just what they do. Yeah, I think if Fred Warner plays. Fred Warner and Nick Bosa are the pieces that are the wild card here. Mm-hmm. If they can play, I think the 49ers win this game. Hmm. I do because I don't think the Packers have played super great down the stretch. Uh, yeah. Uh, and even go back to Cincinnati, they did not close out very well against the Raiders. You're right. They didn't play great. You're right. I agree. So they won because of the Raiders, not because of Cincinnati. Um, but I think San Francisco can win this game because the way they run the ball and the Packers have not been stopping the run at I, all. I absolutely agree with that. Like that is that's the Packers' biggest problem. And yeah. man, San Francisco's good at that. Also, LaFleur is like the student of Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Shanahan, for the most part, has just had his number. Yeah. So Yeah. I, I like the did you 49ers see the in this small sidetrack. Did you see the thing that Tom Brady is older than every one of the NFC coaches left? That's correct. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Go home, Brady. Yeah. So what do you think? You think San Francisco is oh, San Francisco? I I'm gonna man. That's just tough. There was a so I there think was a I'm stat thrown out. Bay, there was a stat thrown out that Jimmy G's never won a professional game when the temperature's been below forty two degrees, which is the weirdest stat to ever hold. What ever. the ESPN is that? <laughs> he went to Eastern Illinois for college. He's played yeah. in cold. Let's yeah. get over it. And he was drafted to New England, yeah. in Foxborough. Get, get Just off stop. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna go with Green Bay for the. I think, but boy, do I believe that San Francisco can win this game. They absolutely can. Well, it makes me feel better if they go on to win everything. If they're the <laughs> team that, you know, knocked you, knocked but you. also it makes me feel bad because we should have beat them. But, you mm. know, I um, think that, uh, at least at the moment, 86% of people are on green Bay. That's way too many. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking San Francisco. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. This feels like much more of a coin toss to me than an 86-14. Like, no way. The the 49ers have knocked the Green Bay Packers out of the playoffs 
more times over the last several years yeah. than anyone else. Yeah, every time they get together. So, so anyways, uh, the next game, the Rams at the Buccaneers, a rematch from earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to – oh, gosh. Yeah. Ugh. Now, this one uh, – I got the Rams. I got the Rams, too. Some of that's with my heart, I'll be honest. But, you know, the, the good thing about Pittsburgh being out of the playoffs is I can now pick honestly in this thing. I don't, I don't, you know, have to well, sort of honestly bomb my scores. Yeah. I'm still biased against Brady, of course, but right. But, uh, I don't know. I don't, do I think beating Arizona was very impressive by the Rams? No. But maybe it was one of those kind of get-right games where you get a well, soft opponent. It was impressive because of how Cam Akers played. Yeah, he looked great. Uh, him along with uh, Sony Michelle, and yeah. then uh, OBJ's ability to come into this offense mm-hmm. alongside with Cooper Cup, and then I mean they're just tough, dude. Yeah, and their pass rush looked great. The Rams pass rush. They got back. Great. They got back to running the football. They did. So and they it set up everything else. They look like was, early season Rams. And Buda Baker's okay. So we can he talk is. about this. He is. That Cam Akers absolutely trucked him. He absolutely did. He absolutely put that boy in the hurt locker. I hope I hope that he, he everything looks like he's okay. Yeah. But at the time, like it looked super scary because he just oh, went bored. He he planked. Yep. Olivia was watching it with me and she's like, what happened? I was like, oh, he got hit really, really hard. She's like, is he going to be okay? I was like, I don't know. Like that's, that does not look good. I don't know. It's never good when they're like, all their extremities are stiff. Yeah. That's not a good sign at all. Um, So thank goodness he's all right. But yeah, I, I like the Rams in this game because of that. I think the edge rushes against uh, Tampa Bay are still, a vulnerability, mm-hmm. although the Eagles, for whatever reason, ran <laughs> right up the middle when Vietavea was in the game. It's which because is the, they've got they've got a simple game plan. It's going to be easy to understand, but it's going to be hard to figure out. So it was, it was just that simple thing. Maybe got a little uh, too simple. Uh, oh gosh! He also <laughs> came out and he said Jalen Hurts is our quarterback. Like I don't know. You guys talking about like he's the quarterback, which is more confidence than the Colts have given for Carson Wentz. Oh goodness, yeah, yeah, they've given zero confidence. Yeah, I'm not. It, I they've actually kind of convinced me that he won't be back because of their oh, just. What if he comes to, back to Pennsylvania? No, I. I <laughs> I, really, I like Carson Wentz and I want him to be successful. But if he's going to be unsuccessful, I don't want him in Pittsburgh. Well, I don't think he's going to be successful. <laughs> um, all right. The final game, which may be the best game. I don't oh, know. Those other game. two games are so good, man. They are. They really are. Like I'm these two. These last two we talked about: Rams, Bucks, and Bills. And so I have uh, a feeling Chiefs. the Rams, Bucks could go the other way. It could like it could turn into a onslaught if if that defense starts rolling and if Tristan Wirfs isn't playing, that hurts a lot. I mean, that's yeah. Tampa Bay or 
uh, LA's ability to rush for and get a lot of pressure because of Von Miller and Aaron Donald and could Floyd. be a huge problem. And Leonard Aaron. Floyd. And Floyd, yeah. yeah. It's an it's embarrassment of riches. <laughs> Which, I mean, they're bankrupt, so. Yeah, they, yeah. All right, the final game, another rematch from earlier in the season. Um, Buffalo Bills at the Kansas mm. City Chiefs. Wow. What a tough, currently 51 to 49% picked on either side, and rightfully so. I got Kansas City because it's in Kansas City. And the Chiefs that the Bills played at the beginning of the season are not the Chiefs of now. Oh, no, not even close. Chiefs Uh, are red hot. I still don't think the defense of the Chiefs is that great. Um, Mainly because of the game. Mainly because of the game against the uh, Bengals. Mm-hmm. But I also don't take that into too much consideration because the Bengals had way more to play for than the Chiefs in that game. They did. So, like, I don't know how much to take into that game. Um, so I'm, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs because I think they're playing much better. Um, uh, McKinnon has been an absolute stud. Yeah. I don't know if he's as good as we made him look, but well, he did it. He did it the week before too. Yeah, I I know, but I, I think he's a really good fit mm-hmm. because I I think he does exactly what you would want your running back to do in that offense, right? Um, and he does all those things really well. So I, I think I personally think he's a better fit even than Edwards Hilaire when Hilaire gets healthy. If McKinnon's going to play like this, I think I agree with you. Um, but also the fact that Pringle, Robinson have all stepped up mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Uh, cause Tyreek Hill hasn't done a whole lot the last several weeks. Yeah. He hasn't been the dominant number one guy. That's for sure. By the way, that final drive on the pick I just needed one more pass to Deontay Johnson and that would have helped me because I think a lot of people took Kelsey, but they tied, so it didn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I know. I took Johnson, too, because I was like, well, if we're talking receiving yards, give me Kelsey all day. If we're talking receptions, give me Johnson. Yeah. Which, talking- if he would have just caught the, you know, pile of balls that bounced off I was about to say, hands, if, if we're talking drops, yeah. also give me Johnson. Correct. Um, but I think Kansas City wins this one. I think it's going to be a good game, but – the key for the Bills to win is Josh Allen has to – they need to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And Josh Allen's their best running back. Yep. He's also – dude, that dude has an absolute rocket ship. <laughs> he does. It makes zero you, sense, Do you dude. remember uh, Ryan Mallett that came out of Arkansas? Yep. Do you remember his arm? Like, Josh Allen – has every bit of that arm except Josh Allen is good and Ryan Mallett was not good. Uh, so I remember Kyle Bowler. Yeah. So he came out and at his pro day, he was like kneeled down at the 50 yard line. He was throwing it and hitting the crossbar of the goalpost. Yep. And everyone's like, oh, look at this arm strength. I was like, that does seem very impressive. <laughs> 
Like, I mean, like, honestly, yeah. that seems pretty, that's 50 yards. That's pretty darn good. That's 60 yards. It's still in the air. Yeah. I mean, 60 yards still in the, like, still that high in the air. That's a yeah. pretty good, from your knee? Yeah, from your knee. That's that's a little absurd. Uh, that was the most impressive thing he ever did. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good game. It could go either way, but I think I would take the Chiefs just because they're at home, and I think their offense is much improved. And I don't think the Bills' defense is that. Everyone keeps saying they have a top-ranked defense. I don't think their defense is that good. They have a top-ranked defense, but I think it's better on paper than it is in reality. Like, However, what they do really good is all in the secondary, and Kansas City does love to throw the ball. So it's strength on strength for Kansas City's offense and Buffalo's defense. Um, but Yeah, the X factor in that's Kelsey. Yeah, he's... He's the X factor unstoppable. Um, he's very good. I, just, I don't know. Do you have the Chiefs or the Bills? Are you still on the fence? I'll, I'll take the Bills. Um, you talk about things to play for, and at this point in the playoffs, everybody's got something to play for, so I don't know that that factors in a lot. But but the Bills have got to be sick of playing second fiddle to the Chiefs. Um, I think they're better this year than they were last year. Maybe not by a lot, but I think they are. Josh Allen has been more consistent all year. Um, I think. I I like the Bills. So but could go. They don't win. They don't win close games though. I think every win they. So this is what like adds into their, um, the top ranked defense is every game they play. Like when they play an inferior opponent, they just blow the doors off. But I think this could end up being a shootout situation where as far as forced into pass is still Gosh. a thing. What if it's what if this turns out like that Monday night game with the Rams and the Chiefs? Yeah. Boy, oh. what a great game to watch. Dude, that might have been the most fun game I've watched maybe ever. That was electric. It was. By the way, what if we get Rams Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Man, that's gonna be awesome. That would be so much fun. That's going to be awesome. It would probably be a 13-10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes they go that way, but um, I don't see this game being 13-10. I don't either. Uh, weather does play a factor here, though, because it is Kansas City. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get there. It seems like it's going to be cold everywhere this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Clearly, that I, doesn't bother Josh Allen. Yeah, I think uh, you know we just had a bunch of snow, so now we're getting a bunch of rain, and then it's going to get to twelve degrees, so all that'll freeze and be terrible. Yep. Um, <laughs> well, anyways, I'm in first place in the pick'em. So uh, the rule for us, Lucas, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to win. I want to win. Same. But if I win or you win, we don't get the shirt. Okay. Someone other than us gets the shirt. Okay. That's fair. I think that's fair. Because yeah. I won last time and we just sort of rolled the prize into the uh, basketball yeah. bracket. Um, I, we're not doing that. Like, we'll just give it to the next person. There we go. You're, you're not allowed to actually win the prize, but you can win the pick'em. I like it. That's what I'm all about anyway. I just want them bragging rights. 
I'll make you a shirt anyway. <laughs> uh, but uh, before we go, we have one last thing. Okay. Both of our teams are out of the playoffs. Yep. Um, so I think it's only fair because it it makes more fun when you're a fan. It does. So uh, we're we're gonna have a, we're gonna have our own draft here. Okay. We get to pick a new team to be a fan of for the playoffs. I like it. So I'm gonna go first. All right. And since they already match the color of my truck <laughs> and the make of my truck, I'm taking yeah. the Titans. Yeah, you're all about it. You were all yeah. geared up. How could you not take the Titans? I have, I have a lot of blue. I love linebackers, and Mike Vrabel is a linebacker that mm-hmm. became a head coach. So it only makes sense. They have a linebacker who runs the ball for them. They have a defensive end that runs. By the way, <laughs> is it just me or do his legs look like chicken legs? It does, but I think it's just because he's so tall and he's it's just. <laughs> I think it's just because everything else is so big. Right. I think it's just by comparison. I don't think his legs are small. All right. Lucas, uh, you got uh, you have seven other choices here. Yeah. Well, I I am going to go with a team who uh, you know they kind of match the color of my truck. They also like blue. Uh, they like yellow. Uh, they play out in L.A. and they have Matt Stafford. I love Matt Stafford. So I think I'm going to go with the Rams. And uh, I'm also going to go with the Rams because, boy, do I want to see somebody send Tom Brady home. So let's go Rams. I do like how we both switched conferences. Yeah. Because we – so I've put a lot of thought into this, Lucas. I was going to write an open letter to the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) There we go. Or a video to inform them that I was withdrawing my fandom. <laughs> just for the playoffs or period no, no, no. now? Just like all together. Like I Ooh. I can't do this. Ooh. It is literally going to kill me. Tough to be a Cowboys fan, huh? Uh, it is. Well, so the problem is Dan Quinn's probably going to get a head coaching job. He's going to at least be offered one, whether or not he takes it or not. I don't know. Yeah. Because he can do whatever he wants. Kellen Moore is probably still going to get offered a coaching job because he's a I young agree. offensive guru and he's white. So he'll get a hundred <laughs> chances to do whatever he wants to. Um, by the way, I still don't understand why like the whole like African-American coaches, like there are some very good African-American assistant coaches. Mm-hmm. Like Eric Bieniemy, like why yeah. is he not a head coach? Well, I mean, you talked about Dan Quinn not wanting to leave the defensive coordinator job because he's got yeah, Mike but he's Parsons interviewed. He's interviewed, yeah, and they, he's no he's one's ever offered him coordinator a job for Patrick Mahomes, who is the only quarterback that has a chance, a very slim chance, but he's got a chance to be the greatest quarterback of all time. By the guess end of what, career. he was still the offensive coordinator when Alex Smith was there, and they were still really good. That's true. They were. He did so a great job. He's, he's been, he's at been the doing a good job list. for a long time. So it makes no sense. It makes no sense why Brian Flores got fired. Brian no, Flores should get dumb. hired It was the Dolphins. That's why. Yeah. Uh, Raheem Morris, I think, was getting mm-hmm. an interview, who was the interim coach at Atlanta last year that was the defensive coordinator in L.A. Um, I think he would be a good coach. He's but I don't job. understand what that – for whatever reason, it – like, I don't understand why Brian Flores got fired. I don't either. There was no I reason for him to chalk it up to the Dolphins being. There was no reason for him to lose his job. 
and for Mike McCarthy to keep his. <laughs> he may not. So it's very so I'm, I'm very concerned what's going to happen with the coaching situation cuz uh the first thing that I would do is I would fire whoever's in the quarterback room. Whatever that coach <laughs> is, I think it's John Kidna. Get him out. Because that was awful. It hasn't been good. It needs to get better and the quarterback coach should be helping with that. And it doesn't seem that it's ever gotten any better. Um, but they're not going to do that because they like John Kitten because he played there. Mm. They're not going to, they're probably going to offer Kellen Moore a buttload of money to stay as the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And when he doesn't, you know what they're probably going to do? They're probably going to promote John Kitten at offensive coordinator. That feels like it would work for them. As because that- that's like that is. As much as people like Jerry Jones promotes within, he doesn't fire coaches. He's very loyal, and it makes zero sense. Yeah, how how he is one Our of the most loyal. Have that in common, but like he is one of the most loyal owners. He is, but like people don't give him credit for being loyal to his coaches. He really, really, is. and to his to his star players, he really, really is. Yeah, I mean, who will pay? He will. But, uh, so. You know, my prediction is I don't think Dan Quinn he, Dan Quinn will be offered a head coaching job. But most of the head coaching jobs are not very good. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he might not take any. He wants to go to any. Miami. Uh, he wants to go to Houston. Who wants to go to Houston? Holy cow. Yeah, that is a dumpster fire. Which, by the way. Why did what, they fire David Colley? What did but, you want from well, they They – they didn't actually want David Culley as their head coach, but they were in a PR firestorm. Yeah. So they hired a black head coach to get the PR firestorm to end, and they had no intentions of keeping him past one year. Very true. Because they didn't true. know what was going to happen with Deshaun Watson. So why would you pick a head coach when you don't know what's going to happen with your star quarterback? Yeah. So, I don't know. That's my assumption. Yeah. Maybe they try to hire Eric Bieniemy to fix the relationship with Deshaun Watson and get him the coach that he wanted to be there in the first place. Maybe that works. Maybe Deshaun Watson goes to jail. Who yeah. knows? Probably yeah. not that. Yeah, probably not because he's Deshaun Watson. So I assume that uh, Kellen Moore is either going to take a head coaching job or he's going to get paid as the highest paid offensive coordinator who calls draw plays <laughs> at the end of games. <laughs> with 14 seconds and uh, timeouts. So the main cast, uh, when Peyton trolled the Giants. Oh, yeah. Technique. That was awesome. That was beautiful. He's like, well, at least at least they called it down near the goal line and not not on you know, the, <laughs> not the field. field. Yeah. <laughs> Eli's like, no comment. Yeah. I think, did Peyton say, he's like, well, I bet they didn't see that one on tape. Yeah, he did. He's like, they hadn't seen it on tape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Peyton Manning. Oh uh, yeah, those two are awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I don't know what's going to happen, but the the penalties it's gone on like this for so long. The holding penalties. Tyron Smith's getting older. He's not all that good anymore. He's still good. He's not great. He's not what he was. He's above average still. Uh, but he's, he's no longer. He's definitely on the back end yeah. of his career. I, if they want to keep him, they just need to rest him the whole first half of the season and just play in the second half. I firmly believe that would be a better idea. 
because mm-hmm. he has about half a season in him. He needs to go get on whatever training regimen Andrew Whitworth's on. Uh, or Trent Williams. Or Trent Williams, yeah. Um, which Dude, basically Whitworth's is how you get 40. away with. Huh? Golly, Whitworth is 40. That's wild to me. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so all those things stacked up with the fact that um, they'll never make the moves they need to make. I was ready to renounce my fandom. Mm. I thought about it. I was like, I can't. Like, I, I, I really want to. I don't want to cheer for them anymore. I do not want to be a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> but I honestly just can't. <laughs> and that's more painful. <laughs> it's like you're stuck in a in a bad relationship, man. It's a toxic relationship. It is. Gosh. Oh. I don't feel that way about my team at all. Well, I know you don't, but you might. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. I feel I feel like something new is about to happen. That's never something new has never happened in Pittsburgh before that I can remember. So something new is about to happen. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, that'll do it. Everybody enjoy the divisional round of the playoffs. If your team's in it, hey, our teams are in it now. We have teams in it, Lucas. We do. Yeah. Get them Rams. Also, Bills are really easy to cheer for. I love Josh Allen. Yeah. He's. I really like Josh Allen. He's crazy. Um, Well, go Titans. Get them Rams. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. See y'all.